Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Byron Show. Yeah. <laughs> it's the <laughs> dose, guys. We're back. Mark Hutchins here. Mr. B. Ronovich Filson behind the glass. This sad, empty chair, which we miss Jeremy very much. And back in the house for round two, Andrew Glenn, associate broker, entrepreneur here at my home group. Happy, thank you for Happy to be back. here. Happy to be here. Thank you for coming back again. I hope you enjoyed the sleepover with Byron. I did. His house is amazing. He does have amazing. a cozy couch, it mm-hmm. seems. Uh, the air conditioning is cool, and we appreciate that, Byron. You're welcome. <laughs> Quite welcome. So uh, yesterday we were talking about Andrew, how he got started in the business, um, just like anybody else, brand new agent, um, you know, trying to make it happen, back against the wall, financial struggle like we all went through in the times uh, of real estate being, and just the market in general being rough, um, and his tactics with Zillow and getting listings and and creating something out of nothing, but exactly. creating relationships is that is the point of it. So diving in today, um, let's talk about, you know, a lot of times we wonder, and everybody, we've been asked the question, uh, we ask the question a lot of times with guests that are on here, is like when you turned the corner, when did you realize, you know, was it a year, two years, that you realized I'm on to something, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, I'm making good money. When was that kind of tipping point to where you knew this is what you were going to do and and it was becoming a success for you. I think it was probably right before the end of my second year I kind of realized, you know, I had done you know, I think I'd done You were the rookie of the year by the way. Was. Andrew was the rookie of the year his first year in real estate. Sure. So I I mean that was great and that was more of a whirlwind than anything else and then the second year when I I kept doing it but I did a little bit more and mm-hmm. did did a little bit more volume, a little bit more sales, I kind of realized okay, I think I can do this. I think I can do this full time. Um, I wasn't ready at that point to pull the plug. I mean, obviously, you know, you have that, uh, that income coming in. It's hard to, it's hard to pull the plug on it. So I knew that at that point that I think I could do it. And I, I, at that point I started taking the steps to make sure I was building a business. So, you know, and and building a business. So after the call it into the second year or just finishing your first year or your uh, almost, sorry, your second year um, is I think kind of, we hear a lot people, two years is what it takes. Two years is what it takes. And it really just depends. Uh, And I think Andrew shortened the learning curve. Number one, by he was entrenched seven days a week, even though you had another job, you were working a full-time job. You were working full-time in real estate. I mean, essentially, and a dad, you know, Mm -hmm. so this goes to the concept of there are no flipping excuses, period, end of statement. No, I, I mean, there if you want to no do it, excuses. you do it. That's, yeah, that's, exactly. That's, that's my, if I could impart that to anybody listening, like there is, there's a way to get it done. And it's just, it's all about, a cho- it's a choice. It's time. There is no time management. I mean, I've, you hear it a thousand times. There's no time management. It's choice management. It's just, what do you want to do with that time that everybody has the same amount of time? What do you want to do with it? Right. And, you know, I chose to obviously work what I needed to work just to pay, pay the bills, but I also chose to learn and to take the opportunities that were given me and, and run with them and, and build the business that way. And that's how, you know, something that I, that two things that you and Jeremy have always told that stuck with me is do what it takes to get to leave with the signed listing agreement that yep. that's always stuck with me. And then the second thing was have a database and know where it is. So let's talk about your database. Day one, you start. I know that when we first started, 
we said to you the importance of a database because yep. Jeremy and I screwed up early along. You know, we didn't, you know, we were 19, 20, we were or 20 years old trying to figure it out. And, you know, we kind of knew what a database was, but we weren't, you know, doing it right. So talk about, I know it lived in, I think in an Excel spreadsheet still when does. you started. And it still, still does. does. So still talk does. about your database. And again, it's not a matter of what you're using. I don't care if you're using Shebang, any of those, those companies out there, um, uh, follow up boss, brevity, all that stuff. Um, you have to just use the CRM. Sure. So well, talk I mean, about so your, my database your, starts I think you there. do use Shebang. I do, yeah. but it, it starts there. Um, that's where everybody get, always gets updated because it's so easy, man. It's so easy to go through. You get the client, you close the client, and then you get the commission check and you forget about them. It's easy. Everybody's done it. Yep. Everybody has that client that closed, closed the deal a couple years later with somebody else. Everybody, everybody can talk about that. Mm-hmm. It's happened. It's ha- it still happens. No matter best, the best people in the world lose clients. And it's, it's how do you mitigate that? How do you make them remember you? And it's just something so simple as to what do you send them? Where right. do they live? Mm-hmm. And how do you organize it? What do you do with it? And I, to me, it's just, I have addresses, phone numbers, and email addresses of everybody that I know, yep. everybody that I've done business with, everybody that might, you know, everybody that I, I think that if I reached out to them, wouldn't tell me to, you know, to go F myself. So, right. And, um, but you, you did it from day one. Since you didn't have the money to invest in a system, you put it into Excel spreadsheet. Sure. It's still as part of what you're doing, yeah. even though you're spending the money for Shebang yep. and using that piece. But, you know, regardless, you just did it. You, you got, you know, we've always said, go through Facebook, go just carve and scrape as much information you yeah. can to get it onto a list and just start building it. Because it, I mean, it's to hard me, it to go back. It, it's so, I mean, it's, if I try to do it now, you it's just such an it. overwhelming task. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the whole thing is like, it'd be so overwhelming that you wouldn't start because nope. Where do you start? You know, you're going to miss people who are probably pretty important. Like, you know, if I started now, the people that I closed deals with this, like this month, last month, I probably would have missed them. I would have missed them. Exactly. So I just kept going as, as, as it went, built my, built the database, added names. Um, It's something so simple to just add names. And then, you know, you put them in a, you send them a text message every quarter. I mean, it's, there's, it's not, people think it costs costs money. It doesn't cost money. It costs time. And it's, it's all about time and to me, the people in your database, I mean, I would rather spend all my time, energy, effort on them than go figure out what the new bright shining light is out there that I can spend money on and have someone send it to me. It just doesn't make any, to me, I'm sure it probably works. I, you know, it probably works. I, you know, I just, I'm just not willing to commit to well, that. I, I couldn't agree with you more on that aspect because nothing does beat a relationship or no. a referral. And, you know, if you, it, it, there's just, it's no secret that the people that are out there, that their business is built on repeat and referral and how well they do it. It makes sense. I mean, obviously they're nurturing, they're making sure they're taken care of. They're being that concierge and they're making sure that they're not going to miss opportunities. There's so many opportunities that are missed with agents with their own sphere and database yeah. because they're not doing, like we said, every six months, updating information, reaching out to you. How are you doing? Here's the birthday card. Here's the thank you. Here's yeah. the whatever you're sending them. We just have to be in front of them. So second year, you're doing that consistently. Is that when you kind of started seeing more of the repeat and referral? Absolutely. After the second second and the third year, it was like my business stopped. I don't want to say I stopped having to hunt, but I stopped having to hunt every single day because my then all of a sudden my phone started ringing and people started hearing about, I mean, I think Joshua Smith has said this. A lot of people have said this, like excellent service. That's like, that should be, that should be expected. Like mm-hmm. excellent service. That should be what, that should be the minimum that of what you provide. shouldn't be your value proposition. No, absolutely not. That should be what they expect from you. It's staying in front of them and staying, you know, having that relationship. And then they remember, oh yeah, also, I remember that guy also, he provided me great service. Yeah. And the guy, you know, 
he emails me, he or he or she emails me, texts me, calls me, birthdays, always staying in touch. Yeah. You know, finding a reason, you know, it, even if it's just to say, you know, you found a cool restaurant and thought you'd like it or just something that we are doing. So staying in front of our, our clients is the most, I think, elementary, uh, uh, simple thing. The majority just don't do it. Well, I just think so. so you did I, it from day one. I just think so many people dive into this business, Mark, and then they're just bombarded immediately because what do they say to make money in real estate, sell stuff to real estate agents? I yeah. mean, it's so it's $99 a month of death. Kind it's of so, thing. it's so true, man. It's just, it's the simple things are, they're always built a business they're and they always will build a business. It's the simple things. It's keeping in front of people. And there's always great technologies that are going to help those simple things. There's obviously, once you get to a certain point when you're busy, you have to spend money yeah, absolutely. with, with, you know, even if it's administrative staff, if it's a system like shebang that you use to help grow and further automate the process, mm -hmm. but it's not removing that human connection piece. It's just enhancing it. And that's kind of the whole point of what you've been doing. So you're, so you're two years plus in, you you now are to the point to where you said your phone's ringing, um, but you're still doing the same tasks, mm -hmm. right? You're still calling on the Zill. You're still reaching yep. out to get as many listings as possible. Um, what did that look like uh, going into two to four years um, in regards to your your tasks? I mean, I, you know, sometimes people just don't change. They just evolve and do it better. Were you adding more to the fold as far as... Uh, 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 <sighs> No, making, no. I know that you do a lot of flips and we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, or I, sh I hate the word flips, but you are an investor yep. and you do very well at it, but we're going to talk about that more tomorrow. But did you just stick with what you did and just 10, 10 exit up yeah. your efforts? That's it, man. Just the, the, so Jeremy always likes to talk about pillars, pillars of business. Mm -hmm. So my two at the very beginning were Zillow for sale by owners and referral friends and family. That was that's what I stuck with. That's what I hammered on. And that's what you still hammer. I still do the same thing. I'll mm -hmm. still, I'll still, it, you know. Unfortunately, I think Zillow might have changed their algorithm a little bit, so it's not as effective. But they're still for sale by owners everywhere, and you can still convert them. I know a lot of people, and especially even even in our brokerage, still do it, and oh, yeah. they're very successful at it. Oh yeah, we convert so a lot of them. It's it's not something that's impossible, and it's I think I mean, <laughs> I always looked at it like this, like they're already trying to sell their house. It's not like I'm not having to farm a hundred homes and figure out which one of the hundred it wants to sell their house. These people already want to do it. I mean, they're already there doing it. I love it, man. I love it. You, you, you took exactly out of the playbook that we talk about at my home group and you implemented it. And it just goes to show there was nothing special that you, I, mean, I don't mean it like that. No, there was nothing understand. special that you had. Yeah. You were just like anybody else coming into real estate. The difference is, is you had the mindset, the drive, and the commitment to do it. And you weren't going to let anything get in your way. And that's the difference between a successful real estate agent and somebody who's chasing their tail for five, six, seven, eight, however many years. Well, that's just the thing, man. I showed up. I, I understood that I didn't know this business, that I needed to learn this business. And I took the advice of people who had done it better than I did. And I ran with it. You took your ego out of it. You listened, you absorbed, you implemented, exactly, and you followed the path, and you engaged with the brokerage, which I always tell everybody: engage with the company you're you just, with. You, you just never to. know what's going to happen if you if you show up there every day, yeah. and that's and that's and what happens. Look where you are now. Exactly. So, all right, let's stop there today. Let's talk more with Mister Andrew Glenn about his business, successful entrepreneur here at my home group, and other investment or ventures that he has. Thanks to our sponsors, VIP Mortgage and Alliance Property Inspections. Guys, have a great day and we'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>
That was a good one. It was better that I could see your face when you did it. <laughs> yeah. That's what made it even more funny. 